Hi guys, and welcome to Oh Crumbs, the gluten-free podcast. With me, Sarah Howells, the gluten-free blogger. And me, Laura Strange, my gluten-free guide. Welcome back to Oh Crumbs, it's episode 10. And you guys will be pleased to know that by popular demand, our whooping and general loudness will be staying on the podcast for the foreseeable. Yes, you cannot <laughs> silence us. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Um, we've both had a lovely week, haven't we, Sarah? Yeah, it's been great. I've actually spent the week dreaming about holidays, really, because I've been inspired by our guests this week, and um, I've been thinking about booking somewhere hot and sunny. Yeah, we have a very good guest on this week, which we'll get to you later. Um, my week was extra good because I was in Italy. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> um, so we thought we'd have a little chat today about... Um, gluten-free travel really about um different destinations a good just a little quick one but we love talking about travel and we talk about it a lot with our guest um so sarah i mean i know you've been dreaming of some uh, gluten-free globe trotting recently oh i have i mean i'm in two minds because part of me really wants to go to europe because there's so many good places there and i've been looking at like loads of people in like Spain and Italy and I'm inspired by these gluten-free pastries and pizzas because obviously my holidays revolve around food but then the other part of me really wants to go further afield as well so yeah I'm torn what do you reckon Laura where's your top destination well in Europe it has to be Italy it's just so so good for celiacs um if you guys want specific recommendations let me know and we can have a quick chat about them next week but um I went to various places in Italy on this trip we were over two weeks um and as it has been and all my recent trips it's so easy to find like safe gluten-free pizza pasta ice cream cakes there are so many dedicated glutery 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 <laughs> there are so many dedicated gluten-free eateries all over the place in italy um and great resources for finding them they really understand celiac disease which is such a nice change that's so as good. opposed to no offence, France. But when you're in France <laughs> and they just do not give a flying rat's whatever about whether food is gluten-free or safe. Oh, they just dear. don't have any kind of comprehension of cross-contamination and the fact that crumbs will make a celiac really poorly. Um, so yeah, I'd say Italy and it's also a really beautiful country and I've got loads of guides on my uh, website if you want to learn more. Oh, she's always plugging the guides. <laughs> Oh my God, I've been to Italy so much in the last few years. We went with Alba when she was a baby and did like Aww. a five-week trip. Um, I know the perks of Dave being able to take their parental leave at the same time as me being off. Amazing. Um, but yeah, it does make for like, if you're nervous about going on holiday and you've been recently diagnosed, go to Italy. You'll have a really nice time. <laughs> and that's Laura's top travel advice. Um, and uh, shall I talk about Italy anymore? Italy, 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 Italy. Um, another place that like really surprised me was Mexico. So me and Steve went a couple of years ago and before we went we booked like an all inclusive and I contacted them and they were like, Yep, we can cater for celiac. Right. And when we got there, the woman was so helpful and she was basically like, We have a really high population of celiacs in this country and a lot of the like Mexican food here, like the wraps and tortillas and stuff, is made with wheat flour, but traditionally in Mexico they just make it with corn flour. Yeah. 
So they gave me like a letter to give to the chef and every time I went to the buffet, the chef would like run over to me and he'd be like, celiac and he'd like take me around every single station and all of the Mexican food I could eat and like some of the Western food I couldn't, but I wasn't really that bothered about eating like American cereals. But yeah, all the traditional Mexican food was fine and they had gluten-free bread. So I was really impressed with Mexico. It was like a long haul destination. That sounds amazing. Okay, adding Mexico to my list now, Sarah. Thanks. Do it. This week's question comes from one of our lovely listeners. Um, They asked us quite an intriguing question. Is it hard being in a relationship with someone who isn't gluten-free or is that a deal-breaker? Oh, good question. Well, I hope it's not a deal-breaker. Otherwise, my marriage is doomed. And Um, so is my relationship. (laughs) I mean, I've managed to get through 13 years with Steve um, and he's all gluten. So I would definitely say it's not a deal-breaker. Yeah, no, definitely not a deal-breaker. Again, my husband and I have been together for eight years and uh, before him, I mean, obviously... Should not speak of the pre-Dave oh, life, the dark ages, but there was I, none. <laughs> I never dated anyone gluten-free. I think any oh, ex-boyfriends were gluten eaters as well. You just have to like take a few things into consideration. Um, I guess firstly, on the actual dating front. Yeah, that must be difficult because me and Steve got together when we were so young. I've never really had the dating experience. Yeah, but I, like, I feel like if you... Yeah, so I dated. And I, if I'd gone on a date with someone who was like, Ugh, you're gluten... Oh, I don't want to go out with that person. They're no. a waste of my time. Um, if someone can't accept your dietary requirements, they're clearly not very mature and should be still cleared of. Is that really harsh to say? No, I think that's... It's exactly the same with, like, friends and family. Like, if they were being really nasty about me being gluten-free, I wouldn't be happy. So why would I put up with that yeah, in a you don't want to live with that every day. It would just make you feel so down about it if you've got yeah. someone making you feel like you're being awkward and whatever. Like, I'd been on dates before when people had been really nice and has specifically chosen a restaurant that they knew could cater for me. Um, if someone's taking you out for dinner, um, my tip would be try and find out where you're going and see if you can give the restaurant a call ahead of time just to save you having to ask loads of awkward questions when you're there if that makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, especially if it's like a first date. <laughs> yeah, um, but just, I would just always let people know quite early. If you, someone's like, oh, where do you want to go? We're like, oh, maybe not an Italian restaurant because they tend to be quite gluten <laughs> Um But I mean, now it's got so much better. Like, I haven't dated for years. No, I mean, I think even when you're in a relationship, like, you just get used to doing things like... Steve's quite good and he knows not to put like his gluten bread and stuff near mine he knows that we can't like cook stuff on the same trays so I mean when you end up in a relationship with someone you just get used to like their quirks anyway so it's just another thing like that really isn't it special quirks my special quirk my special diet yeah and in a way that it's easy I guess being in a relationship with someone who isn't gluten free because once you've been together for a long time they understand you really well and you almost have that extra person on your side to fight your corner so like when we go out for dinner now Dave is always the one who's like my wife is celiac and he'll just reel off all the like requirements yeah. which is actually so nice that I don't have to do it every time yeah I always make Steve do it I'm like can you ask because I always have to ask and I'm like as you're here can you just ask for me it's great <laughs> but yeah I think it's just like I wouldn't say it should ever be a problem no Definitely it's not. just maybe something you look for in your partner is someone who's considerate of your dietary requirements and then all can be harmonious and happy Exactly. Um, So yeah, we really hope that helped answer your question. But Laura, should we move on to our guest? Tell us about who we've had in, because this was well exciting. Yeah, we had the lovely Ellie Adams, who you guys probably know more as Elle Nextdoor. 
Elle is a massively popular uh, fashion and lifestyle blogger. Um, she also happens to have celiac disease. On her Instagram page and website, you'll find all sorts of information about travel, fashion, lifestyle, and that's what Shuti is predominantly known for. And we just thought it'd be really interesting to chat to her about how she manages to live this very like glamorous, glamorous life, life, but also with her celiac disease on the side. And she is a very careful celiac. Um, and it was a really good chat, wasn't it, Sarah? Yeah, she told us some really great stories about her travels and how she's found eating out in restaurants and kind of being part of the like fashion blogger crew when mm. you have something like See That Z. So I think it's a really interesting chat and we hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, so today we're here with Elle Next Door. Hi who is a lifestyle blogger who has also got celiac disease. Hi, Elle. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm Thank you for coming. Exciting. Wow, like someone from the lifestyle fashion travel world. With their food bloggers. Um, and then, so, I mean, Elle, you've been celiac for quite a long time now, haven't you? Do you mind yeah. telling us a bit about your personal oh, diagnosis? Yeah. And- well, I used to say, like, eight years but it never changed so every time the years go on I'd be like oh it's about eight years ago now and then the next show I'd be like about eight years it's actually been ten years oh happy ten year anniversary thank you thank you um oh yeah it's been a bit of a journey but um yeah I was diagnosed ten years ago and I was quite ill at the time anyway so I'd like had lots of stomach issues, like very, very, very difficult to diagnose. Gosh. And then I don't know if you guys had the same, but I lost so much yeah. weight. Yeah. So we were both mega thin as well. Yeah. I lost four stone. Wow. And I, yeah. And I was 16 and my mum and dad was like going back to the doctors and being like, please, like what is wrong with her? She yeah. eats pizza all the time. Oh no. Because I was so sick, but the only thing that I fancied was McDonald's apple pies. And chicken Caesar wraps. No. So all the gluten. So just ill all the time. And then um, they were like, oh, like maybe we'll test for this thing called celiac disease. And it's hard work at that age as well mm, when you're yeah. very thin. Because like we were both teenagers when we were diagnosed. Yeah. People just assumed that I had eating Absolutely. disorders or something like that. Because I can't look at the photos of me back then because I just was such a little skeleton. Yeah. Mm. So it's very hard. And it's when so you're trying to convince people, it's nothing like that. Exactly. You, you want to find out what's yeah. wrong too. Yeah. And like like when I got the diagnosis, like personally, I didn't feel... There was parts that was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to eat a French stick again. But oh. I was so glad to know what it was. Yeah. And then to like have a reason for why I lost so much weight. Because everyone, like, people would stop my mum in the street and be like, your daughter's not well. Wow. Like, really? yeah. That's um, my parents. And it's so bad, isn't it? And people are trying to help, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. But it's remarkable how much people get involved in your life. I know. I know. I'm like, wow, leave me alone. Um, so yeah, like 10 years ago now. Wow. And the process of being diagnosed, do you remember much about it? Like, how did you find it? Yeah, so essentially it started with a blood test mm. and it was like, it showed up positive on the blood test. Yeah. And then I had a biopsy, which I remember so vividly. Really? Yeah, <laughs> like I had one of those, my best friend's a paramedic and she was like telling me like what actually happens when you have like a... It's not a local kind of sex, it's like... Like a sedative. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think, you know, I'm probably going to get this absolutely wrong. So wow, sorry, medical genius. <laughs> we are not doctors. We, we do declare absolutely that quite regularly not, on here. Yeah. We are yeah. just celiacs talking about our own experiences. Yeah, but she was like, you know, it's kind of like made so that you don't remember what actually happens, but you're not sort of like completely out of it. Okay. Well, I definitely do remember like wow. having this tube and just like joking on oh, this like no. tube. Like, um, but yeah, I had a biopsy and then it came back and it was like 
you need to you need to be celiac but about six weeks before that they'd said like oh it could be this so maybe just stop eating gluten for I a right. while. but luckily because obviously you have to have it in your system to yes. detect yeah. it but luckily I had well, I say luckily I had no idea really what gluten was so I was unintentionally eating it yeah all the time yeah oh but that's so bad because so to get an accurate test you have to be eating like a good amount of gluten every day yeah. for six weeks yes. before you have your endoscopy yeah. That's mad advice. We hear that from lots of guests and people actually who, especially people who think they might be celiac but never got that definitive answer because it couldn't be tested. Yeah, and that's it. Actually, I get that a lot. People will say like, "Oh, I'm I feel so much better now that I don't eat it." But to have like the official diagnosis, I'm being told that I need to eat it every day and I can't bring myself to, and it's like, Mm. yes, that's that's a choice that you have to make, really, isn't it? But yeah, just kind of steer clear and. Give yourself the diagnosis. Like, yeah. Uh, yes. Know, oh, oh, oh. Do imagine if someone told you now that you had to eat gluten every day. It would be so difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you find it when you first went gluten-free? Because obviously you went from wanting to eat McDonald's <sighs> apple pies all the time. Was it a really hard transition? The hardest. The mm. hardest. Luckily, I lived at home. So my mum and dad were like, I have a brother who's two years older than me. Mm. And he was like, what are you doing with all of my bread? Like my mum and dad Aww. just cleared <laughs> the whole kitchen. <laughs> like got a new toaster, like nice. absolutely everything. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, when it's like such a big change and we were like, like I grew up on like 10 pieces of bread a day. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And fried egg sandwiches. My granddad was a baker. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I like feel your like pain and pleasure there, but <laughs> right now, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. So yeah, it it just it almost had to be like a completely start mm, again. Yeah. Um, and luckily, like my mum and dad were amazing. They did so much research and like found oh, out so much. But amazing. I think like for the first year, like, I just ate the most plain food. It was like meat and veg and like just yeah. things that would be fine anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, how long have you both been diagnosed for? Twenty oh, years. Gosh, yeah, wow. about twenty years. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, but back then there must have been like nothing. Like nope. nothing. So nothing at all. Even ten years ago when you were diagnosed, yeah, it's all it has changed so much. Yeah. But yeah, back then I used to have to go to the doctors and pick things yeah. up with my yeah. housemates and that you knew and all sorts. But it was the worst. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the bread that either crumbled or bounced. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when it's lovely now, Um, but I was (laughs) going to say that having a supportive family as well—that's so important, especially when you've been diagnosed. Mm. Yeah, and you can feel a little bit lost, and you're not sure, like absolutely which direction to go in. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely that your mum and dad are so supportive, and your brother in his own special way, very own, very special (laughs) way. Like, what is this? What is happening? Um, My granddad, bless him, would like. He um he likes to experiment in the kitchen, yeah. which is Aww. always like very interesting. So he was like, "I've made you a gluten-free apple crumble," which I I don't know whether you could necessarily say it was an apple crumble, but it tasted <laughs> oh. nice regardless. Some sort, like, some sort of yeah. gluten-free meal. Some sort of gluten-free meal. So no, I was I like had the dream scenario around me, but it is difficult because like friends like try to understand mm. but how could you yeah. how can you really if you've never heard of it before and you don't know what it is and like now because there's so many different dietary requirements yeah like dairy and all sorts of things mm. i think people just know more about it and know what it is yeah and like look out for you a little bit more but god no at 16 going out with like my friends and yeah. trying to go out Being, and then, feeling oh, like really awkward all yeah. the time and like yeah. we I think we both were 
cheated on our celiac disease at uni, didn't we? Like, yeah, because you're not feel meaning so to. Because you feel so. Like, I remember yeah. there'd be like pizza parties, or, like the big welcoming oh. thing, and you're there like, I'm either gonna look like I'm some weird girl who doesn't yeah. eat, yeah, or just be complete or really hungry, and and uh, you just. Should never do it. Don't yeah. do it, people. Oh, no, Stick to do it. Diet. Like do it. now, that I would never go back on no. it. But it's just we've all had those moments where we've slept up and yeah. to try and fit in. It's terrible. It's hard. It's hard, isn't it? And I, is that a question that you get a lot? Because I get it all the time. Like, would you ever just, you know? Oh yes. Yeah. Like, now I've got no, no interest at all. No, never. No, like, yeah, you, like, you don't want to see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if you want to be locked in the room with me, then fine, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that you do. And like being diagnosed at that age must have been really difficult because obviously it's like exams and studies like did it affect kind of that as well so I had been quite ill anyway so mm. I it started on my 15th birthday when I went in to have my appendix out literally oh. like the night before and oh, then like birthday oh, no. oh. Oh. At midnight and the nurse was like happy birthday I was like, like, great oh, cheers. Get me a bowl. Oh. Um, and and like it all went downhill from there so I missed mm. most of year 10 and 11 at school anyway so wow. I taught myself everything that I knew or definitely didn't know in the yeah. end yeah. Um, but my oh, I mean it's funny now to look back on but I did my exams in school and I did it on the chair that was nearest to the door in case I needed to like run oh, wow. out at any point and not be well so, so it was hard. like yeah it was it was quite traumatic but at that point I'd kind of like known what it was and was like getting to grips with it and wasn't eating a yeah. fried sandwich every morning <laughs> or like a McDonald's big breakfast. That's what my mum used to go and get me like two or three times a week. Wow. I know. Your mum is a ledge. Oh, yeah. She is a ledge. But I feel like, like I want to meet your mum. She sounds great. <laughs> oh my God. She's amazing. She's absolutely, she'd love that. But you, we'd come in and then she'd be like talking to you for like five hours. Like, oh, yeah, I'll get rid of podcast her. next week. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to Like mum next door. She would love it so much. Oh, and then, but so I think you were telling us earlier when we have a bit of a chat before we start recording, like almost the positive that has come out of, mm, yeah. the, like obviously awful being ill and having all those conditions, but it's this amazing career that you've got now. So like, how did you go yeah. from kind of being at school to suddenly being a really successful like fashion, lifestyle, travel blogger? Oh. How did that happen? I need to get you to like write my dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, you sound amazing. Pick you up. No, it's very easy to do. Yeah. Like, you've done so well. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was a really weird journey and like absolutely not what I was ever going to do. Like I was going to be a doctor or a lawyer and that was like set in stone. Yeah. I was like always being taken to unis. It was always going to be academic. Um, and then I I did get my GCSEs by some miracle, but wasn't really well enough to go to, to do any levels. Yeah. Um, so I was a bit better at 17 and I did work experience anywhere that would take me. So I worked mm. in like working title films oh, cool. and then I did like Capital Radio and like all cool, kinds of things. Yeah. And then I ended up on this morning for two weeks, which was nice. interesting. <laughs> I, 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 Good or... <laughs> Yes, baptism of fire. <laughs> no, it was it was really good, but just like eye opening. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole. So I ended up working in TV for five years before blogging. Wow, oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I on my last day, someone was like, "Do you want a job on X Factor for a day?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "Yes, yeah, sign me up." So my yeah. first ever job was as a runner on X Factor. Oh, cool. When I was eighteen, at ten, eighteen at that point. Um, and then yeah, and when I wasn't well and I was in hospital for a lot of the time, I discovered like Zoella and I discovered all of these like YouTubers yeah, yeah. and it was just like 
wow, this is a whole other like lifestyle and something to. Because I guess it was all emerging back then. Yeah. Because yeah. Luella like, paved started. the way for yeah. so many other like, yeah. YouTubers, didn't she? Exactly. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so I, I worked in TV and about a year down the line, I was like, I'd wanted to do it for so long. And then I just started my blog. Because I was like, no one's going to read it anyway. So yeah. it really doesn't matter what I actually yeah, But that's how you feel when you start. Yeah. You're just like, Completely. I think it's the best way sometimes. Like, don't do it for other people. Do it for yourself. Do yeah. something that you enjoy doing. Exactly. And then exactly. it's more natural and it comes across well. Yeah. And I, I love it and the post was so terrible but yeah I, I mean I never ever would have done it if I hadn't been ill so I still I'm so grateful in a way that it happened because it's yeah. just like I, I can't actually imagine what I'd be doing because this feels so normal be a doctor maybe maybe but um yeah it was amazing and one of my first posts actually and this was like a whole thing that I learned along the way it was like what you can get gluten free in like Pizza Hut somewhere, somewhere oh, really cool. random. But like, obviously, the menu changes all the time. Yeah. So people still go back and find that post, and I had to write like in red letters at the top, like this is very, very old. Please don't listen to <laughs> any of this advice. Um, so yeah, the celiac post was like some of the first stuff that I actually started to do. Oh, cool. Because when I was when I was diagnosed, what at sixteen, like a year or two later, I was like, there must mm. be some sort of like gluten free bloggers. Like there must be people around. And the only people that I could really find then were either mums of like really, really young yeah. kids yeah. that had it, or they were like, they wasn't like 17 year old fashion, no. fashion no. like beauty people. Totally. So I didn't really have anything to relate to. So yeah, I had the most random mixture because I did like a bourgeois like nail polish and then I did like a pizza that was gluten free and then like fashion. It was just all very bizarre. But um, yeah. I'm so glad that this is... No, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. It's definitely like when we both started out kind of doing... Because you, def- you started blogging for me, didn't you, Sarah? I yeah, but Instagram was my first. Yeah, so I started like, about nine, ten years media. ago Did when you? I was at oh, uni. I yeah, I know. Wow. I like... Oh makes me feel old but like yeah no I did so yeah similar like there was no one around yeah. doing it apart yeah. from like the the really old school bloggers with like kids and stuff so yeah it, it must have been like did you get a lot of response from people like oh it's so nice to see someone else like my age doing it and stuff you know, weirdly I didn't really get people my age finding me okay. I had other ages so I remember having this email from like a 68 year old lady oh. who was like this is amazing and I've oh. learned this yeah. um and then it would be again like a lot of mums of young kids that have celiac disease okay. so I kind of I did it to sort of be like different and help people of my age but mm. I actually attracted like sort of the same audiences <laughs> yeah. that I was finding but it's really lovely and it's one of the reasons why I have like quite a wide demographic of people now and that's yeah. really nice yeah. right? you know you can, now you can connect with like so many different people definitely yeah, it's so nice but um oh, it took a long time and I just I feel like there is a responsibility. Like, you do feel responsible yes. for it. Um, Definitely. And, I, and you do have to ask loads of questions. So I, I used to do a lot more with celiac. And then, yeah. to be honest, I just felt like there was so... Like both of you, so many people that did it so much better than me. I was like, leave it to the experts. Oh, no, <laughs> it's grown so much. So like, yeah. I do think if I started my Instagram now, would not have done well. Yeah. And exactly, like, my... So I think I started my Instagram, like, five years ago, and there was, wasn't really anyone, like, many no. people doing yeah. gluten-free food. My photos are terrible. I literally would just be like, dinner, like, like no, nothing planned. Just very yeah. much what you're eating. But it's just, then it helps people you forget. Absolutely. Yeah. People just want to see, like, 
like you were saying when you were first diagnosed and you were eating like potatoes and vegetables and yeah. meat, mm. like knowing there's different products out there and different things you can yeah. yeah. And how do you find it? Um, obviously, you do lots of fashion work and you get invited yeah. to lots of like cool events. Like, how do you find it being a celiac at those events? Is it ever difficult or are they quite accommodating to dietary requirements? So I always let them know beforehand. Yes. But I have like, I'm usually really good at it, but in the last year or so, I've done it twice where I just haven't said anything and yeah. then I just watch the canapes go past, like, oh, no. crying <laughs> into my like water. <laughs> I know, it's so hard, but usually I just think, because events and like our industries can be so accommodating and then I'll usually just let them know and be like please mm. could you have something I'll be like gluten free and then like in capital letters celiac yeah <laughs> like, yes I, yeah celiac, I really can't. do you find that there's a lot of people now who you meet who are like oh yeah I tried being gluten free or like oh yeah I'm trying it to lose weight and you're just yeah. like okay that's fine but what about cross contamination mm-hmm. like is that yeah. something is, so from your face so. I can tell that's I a bugbear <laughs> I, like, I try not to be like such a negative Nancy about yeah. it like I think it's funny because my ex-boyfriend and my family and people around me get like sort of angry on my behalf now yeah. we'll go oh. into somewhere. Like, I went into um, an ice cream place a couple of days ago and I was like oh do by any chance you have anything gluten free and I was like we've got a cone like, oh my god amazing like yeah. so exciting yeah and I was like oh by the way like we do use the same um like sort of utensils on like, everything no. and then it's like but then it's it's not actually gluten free. Yeah, exactly. they are definitely cross contaminated. Yeah. But so yeah, I do get frustrated, and I think mm. it's hard, isn't it? Because I think the fact that it became so trendy was a sort of a pro in the sense that there's so much more awareness for. Yeah, us. yeah, totally, total double edged sword. Yeah, so. but it is mm. it is a double edged sword because I think the biggest issue that I still get is like restaurants that just it's like when you say like celiac or I'm just like allergy because I feel like as soon as you yeah. say allergy I say gluten allergy yeah. yes. sometimes especially when I travel I tend to refer yeah. to it as an allergy same so some countries where I understand what celiac disease mm. is yeah. just because it might not be in the population there exactly mm. but I feel like allergy is the word that like people just freak out at so I'm like right it's yeah like, and my friends will be like she will die and it's like <laughs> I won't, I won't, but like, if you I could act like her, I was like, so embarrassing. Have you had it? So, so we, I've, I've been hearing experiences recently where people have been like refused service for being celiac. I had to mm. leave somewhere recently because they were like, oh, you're celiac, we've got a gluten in the building, we can't serve you. And it's almost gone like too far the other way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I have. And I actually, you know, I was listening to your podcast and you mentioned Leon. Am I okay to mention? Yeah, yeah, of course. Was, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd always had amazing experiences with them. Yeah. And then I went to one recently, I think it was the one by Tower Bridge. And the manager was like super busy and like running around. And the waitress who was so nice, she was just like, I don't like, I don't really have the answers. And I was like, yeah. oh, you know, I know that they are normally cooked separately and she was mm. like same oven and I was like okay is it put in anything like is it separate yeah from? and she was just like I don't know and you know and it's like oh, frustrating you so can ask yeah. and, and she was like I just I would steer clear and I like, so I basically had a big I wrote a big feature on my blog um after we covered it on the podcast because I got in touch with them to get the proper answers sorry like mm. inter- know, this. Know, but so I think they just need to retrain their front of house staff yeah. which they promised me they would do um but in theory they actually have two separate kitchens they have oh, a gluten-free wow. part of the kitchen with like free like everything separate yeah. and the manager should be the one overseeing but I do yeah. think when they get busy yeah. so the good thing is I haven't heard of anyone 
actually getting gluten there. And they right. sent a really good response where they were like, you know, obviously we can't like guarantee that things are definitely gluten-free, but they feel very confident that yeah. foods are and they get them tested. But That's I just good. feel in practice, yeah. a lot of people have not being able to be served or getting the right information. Yeah. yeah. And I think so frustrating. it's panic, isn't it? Yeah. And they don't want to get something wrong and yeah. they don't mm. want to gluten anyone. So it's not, it's absolutely not just Leon. Like I have it in a lot of restaurants mm. and I just think, especially when I've gone somewhere before and you've like spoken to a manager that's really helpful and you know, they've gone out of their way and you've had a good experience yeah. to then go back and then I'll be like, oh, but I came here before and it was great because they made sure and it's like, oh, we, we just yeah. can't really do it this time. Yeah. It's like, oh, in a way, like I feel like, is it just laziness? I know you appreciate mm. the caution, but you want yeah. to be a little bit practical yeah. Yeah. as well. Just to like, welcome you as a customer. Yeah, exactly. Even though you've got dietary requirements, exactly. it's not the end of the world. Like, I'm still going to pay you. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to be free for you. You're going to a great tip if you can get yeah. food. Yeah, and I do. Fine. Especially like when staff are really helpful. You are more yeah. inclined to be like, yeah, yeah I exactly. really appreciate your help. Yeah, exactly. And how do you find like traveling? Because you travel so much for your blog. Like, how yeah. do you find that? So I take the, on the CEAC UK website, you can download the like translation Ooh, cards yeah, in tip. languages, which I love. I take cards. And yeah, it's so good. And I have them on my phone and anyone that I go with, I make sure they download them in case my yes. phone dies. Oh, um, good one. Mm. Honestly, like it's, it's difficult. Mm. It just, because I feel like I've had some terrible, terrible experiences. Like Santorini. Oh my yeah, tell, well, oh. tell us the worst and then the best. We'll start yeah. with the negative. I think, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I've also had amazing experiences, but um, I think Santorini probably the worst. Wow. I was, yeah, it's such a beautiful place. Mm. And it's like, yeah. they have so That's many. It's all the like whitewashed and like yeah. lovely streets and yeah. hills and it looks amazing. Um, I was in a restaurant and I, I can't remember what I was having. It was just like a snack, but it was like a yogurty fruit thing. Mm. And he was like, oh, you can't have um, the cake because it's got wheat. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, they understand. Like, this is this is all good. And then I was eating the yogurt and I like got down to the bottom. And I was like, that feels a little bit... No. Oh, and it was like biscuit oh, at the my bottom God. of the thing. And oh, I was no. like, excuse me, like, this is biscuit. And he was like, oh, well... The top bit isn't. <laughs> it's like, that's not how it works. I like know. when people say, can you just have the top of the cheesecake? I know. No, 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 I can't. I I'm just have the top bit. I know. <laughs> it's so hard though, isn't it? And there was another, oh, um, they'd oh, come over. Oh, you know, I actually right. had had one bit which literally was just the top. And then I like dug down. Okay, that's good. So okay. I was actually yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. You hadn't eaten much of it. I know, no. I had, like barely touched it. And then my mum was like, spit it out. I'm like, wash your mouth out. I was like, okay. <laughs> Mum's the rescue. Yeah. And then I get quite a lot in places where they'll come over with gluten-free bread literally just next to the normal bread. Yeah. Oh, that's frustrating. Hotel buffets. Yeah. yeah or like, exactly. here's a gluten-free bread. You can taste it on the revolving yeah. toaster yeah. that all the bread Yeah, are. literally exactly that. So that's quite hard. But I think... Um, where was I? Oh, I went to Spain recently. Um, mm. Had Googled like the area, like a really like niche area in Menorca. Like, mm. I don't even know how I ended up there. My mum booked it. And I was like, never heard of it, but it sounds great. Yeah. And um, they were incredible. Like everywhere that I went was incredible. Like the I found this restaurant and the guy come out and he was like a bit of a joker and I was like, oh god, like you're gonna glue to me. Like you're finding oh, no. this very funny. <laughs> yeah. Like it will not be funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And um, and he was just like, we'll use a different kitchen. 
I will not cross-contaminate you. And I was like, oh my God, I you know you. what cross-contamination means. This is <laughs> yes. so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it was in um, Cala Galdana, and I think oh, the restaurant right. was called Cala Michiana. Definitely not. Because we went to Menorca a couple of years ago, uh, family holiday, and yeah. I was like, blogger mode like going around yeah did my guide found a bakery that did these clothes oh, amazing but you know but you just don't expect it, it. Me. Yeah. yeah and i was so impressed so you do i feel like research before you go mm. is just the best thing that you can do and just mm. like find all the managers everywhere you yeah. go and really just try well, can you remember to explain... the restaurant there because like, we went down to the area there was a, it's a, like a pizza place that being like mm, and apparently they have a completely separate oh, really? bit. they could do like everything gluten amazing i think it was just called like something to do with Callum. Okay. Maybe we can find out and link in the yeah, show notes yeah, if we yeah. can find because out what it was it and then was people can incredible. go. And as yeah. I was sat there, he was like, um, that boy over there is celiac. That boy over there is celiac. Oh, so it was like, there's a lot of celiac party. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, friends. <laughs> I've seen you've been to Canada a couple of times oh, recently. And yes, how did you find that for gluten free? Amazing. Yeah. Really, really good. I think, so I did the first trip to the Rockies, which if you haven't been, we went with Alba last oh, year. Yeah. Isn't it the most amazing? Incredible place. Uh, just the landscapes just blow your mind yeah so beautiful was amazing and we i would i was really lucky to go on a press trip and we stayed in like beautiful beautiful hotels nice. and they were like amazing mm. i feel like some in rare places you're almost like a princess for being celiac and like this rarely happens Ooh. but i'll lap it up yeah and that's they're great. just like yeah just go to so much more effort for you so yeah. Canada was great so oh like what's next for you because you've just brought out your t-shirts which are very exciting this is your new project isn't it yes. tell us tell us about yes. it I have a little liner slogan t-shirt so I have three t-shirts now which hopefully will develop into more um but yeah I've like I, will, I can't look at another font again. <laughs> I can't look at another material again. Like, it took the longest, longest time. But um, yeah, it's gone really well. I'm like, oh, so happy. Yeah. I just can't believe that people are actually like wearing them. And that's so exciting. nice to see. I know. And I like, stopped someone the other day and was like, ah, oh, you're wearing my t-shirt. Just like, back off, crazy lady. She's like, who are you? I know, yeah. I'm like, it's mine. Um, so love, yeah, it's really exciting. I'd love that she didn't actually know who you were. Anyway. Yeah. I know. Someone got it for yeah. Like a, a fan of yours, anyway. But <laughs> oh god, yeah. So it's really nice, and then just a bit more travel and just the usual, really. I say yeah. the usual, but I feel like there's no usual in our jobs, is there? Like, no, yeah. definitely new, not. But, um, yeah, it's just fun and yeah, just having a great time. T-shirts are outside, like, I can breathe and like yes. wine. Yeah, yeah. Just nice the, the dream. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so good to chat. I feel like oh. I've got like a million more questions. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll get you on next series again if oh, you want to come yeah, back, yeah, so I can like that. grill you more about travel. We'll do a full <laughs> travel special, um, maybe. We all ask our guests like our signature O crumbs question, yeah. um, which Ready. is, what pearl of wisdom would you share oh, with God. people about being gluten free? I mean, you've shared a few so far, yeah. so I feel like you've given some good tips. I feel like wisdom is not my strong point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you know what I would say don't look at it I mean this is not wisdom but my point of view is like don't look at it as a negative yeah. because it's I feel like you mentioned this or someone mentioned it like it is a fun new challenge like yeah. it doesn't have to be like I know it can be difficult when you go into restaurants but I think just see it as like an opportunity to like cook more and learn more and find out more because yeah. I found out so much about like the human body and just general stuff yeah. and like researching into it 
and I just think there's so much more awareness now. It isn't it isn't a death penalty to have celiac disease. Totally, yes. Yeah. And like, there's so many people that can relate to you. So I don't know quite if that was a no. I a love it. Basically, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, and there's a great online community as well. Oh my god, yeah. We all love being a part of so yeah. much information out there. And it's just, and I feel like I get tagged in so many things from gluten free bloggers to be like, this has just come out. You need to I really, yes, yes, <laughs> amazing. This is a new cake that I need tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, oh it's been so good to oh, have you on you. like if oh, people want to so kind of hard. find out more about you where can they find you on the internet oh god I feel like I get myself everywhere on the internet <laughs> 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 um, I am our next door on Instagram my blog is theownextdoor.com and I do have a YouTube channel as well which is the L next door or L next door but I'm sure if you type in oh, we'll add right. all the yeah. links oh, in our show notes so if people want to find the details they can have a look there thank yeah so I feel much. like we need to go eat some more cake and talk about travel oh, now absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, you. Thank you. that was such a fun interview I really enjoyed that and I definitely could have just kept chatting to her all day long I have to admit we all snuck out for an extra chat after the interview because it was just she's just so easy to talk to yeah she was so lovely and we were really excited to see her t-shirts as well yeah which brings us on to our exciting giveaway a fashion giveaway look at us in the fashion world so hip (laughs) Um, I totally just showed my age there by saying the word hip yeah you did (laughs) Elle has very kindly said that we can give away one of her brand new t-shirts. So all you need to do is head to our Instagram page for details on that competition where you can win one of three designs. Yeah, and you can choose the design, choose the size that you need. Um, and these t-shirts are pretty in demand. So um, head over there quick before, and then we'll grab one potentially for free. And next week, we've got a very exciting person to interview on our podcast. Oh uh, my goodness, who could it be? I've heard she's super famous. Someone called my gluten-free guy. <laughs> that's right I'm going to be grilling co-host Laura all about her celiac disease yeah I thought it was about time that we actually told you something about me uh, <laughs> she's not just a tag along on this podcast she actually does have a really interesting story Laura and me we've talked about her um, trying to get pregnant we talked about her yeah. travels about her diagnosis it's really interesting yeah because obviously I'm celiac as well and so talk about my own diagnosis but some of the extra issues that come with celiac disease sometimes and yeah we'll go into them in more detail next week but there's some new topics that we hope you guys will be interested in definitely so we will see you guys next week bye bye Bye. (laughs) yep we're recording no i never know how to (laughs) (laughs) this is me all the time Um, so this week we had a really intriguing question from one of our readers reader i guess listener a reader i never know what it is a listener listener. Social media follower. <laughs> Should we start again? <laughs> yeah. Um. <I'm... laughs>